Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, Kitchen Chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I am so delighted that you have joined me in my kitchen today here for webtalkradio.net. Welcome, and I'd like to provide a little bit of background to those new listeners who are just joining in. Kitchen Chat is a weekly show. Each week, we have a different guest that comes into the kitchen virtually. Uh, We have chefs, cookbook authors, uh, foodies, culinary tour guides, and even inventors of new products that are fabulous for the kitchen. And I'm just so glad that, that you have stopped by today. And our guest today, oh, goodness, you really have to, to tune in for this one. We have a couple, Ian and Bruce Meller, from Atlanta. And Bruce was inspired by his wife, Anne, who, by the way, is a friend of mine from graduate school days in South Carolina, goodness, 25 years ago. And he was inspired to create a product, very appropriate for the upcoming holidays that will make your turkeys just taste fabulous. So really today's show, we're going to have two separate segments, will be about turkey chat, where we will make sure that the holidays, you will have the most moist, delicious, uh, fiasco-free turkey on your table. So welcome to Kitchen Chat, and without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guests today, Ann and Bruce Meller. Welcome to Kitchen Chat. Thank you, Meg. It's so good to be with you. Oh, it's great to have you. Now, Ann, I know you were the inspiration for this product, which is called Ultimate Turkey Rack, and you will hear why. It is just a funny, funny story, but a great product, a great new product, which I think is going to change the way the listeners prepare turkeys. Um, Could you share a little bit about what happened? Well, it was our first Thanksgiving together, and we had invited my parents to come up and have Thanksgiving dinner with us. And I had never cooked a turkey before, so I went out, I got this beautiful turkey, fresh turkey, and I brought it home, and um, I I knew from my mother's telling me that there were giblets inside in their own, you know, container, and I looked for them um, in the cavity and didn't find them. And so I thought, oh, well, so I put it in the oven, and it was roasting away, And my mother came in the kitchen and looked in the oven and said, that's so beautiful. Um, Why is the turkey upside down? (laughs) (laughs) It is. And she said, well, yes. I went, oh. And she said, oh, well, well, you know, that's, I guess that's okay. So we we posted it upside down because I didn't know which end was up. Uh, So after we the bird out of the oven. It had all these wonderful juices in it. 
And she said, well, I was going to make, I was going to help you make gravy. Where are the giblets? And I said, well, I looked in the cavity and they weren't there. In fact, I was kind of unhappy that they didn't include them. And she said, well, did you look in the other cavity? And I said, there's another cavity. Oh, no. (laughs) We roasted it with the giblets in the bird and we roasted it breast side down. And what Mm. we discovered, and we've done it that way ever since, because the, the, turkey was so wonderfully juicy. It was just marvelous. So we have roasted it breast side down ever since. Wow. Now, is it difficult to, I guess, cut the turkey? You know, when it, is there a different methodology or do you flip it back on its right side and, and cut um, the pieces that way? Or, or how do you do that? Well, you definitely flip the turkey back so it's breast side up once you serve it. Okay. And bird tastes wonderful, but unfortunately, it wasn't very pretty because it had been sitting on the breast the entire time. <laughs> and, and so we did really, it, as, as Bruce says, it looks like it would had been run into a fence. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so he, we, we couldn't find, it was very difficult for us to flip it by hand because it's hot and it's in the middle of the roasting process. Right, um, right. And actually... Bruce was the one who went out and and found a way to make that happen for us. Yes, and this is just an incredible story too, Bruce. So you were inspired by Anne's cooking the turkey upside down, but wanted to make it easier for her and to to come up with some type of gadget that would um, keep the turkey moist, but make it easier and um, prettier (laughs) in terms of the ultimate product that appears on the Thanksgiving table. So you have an engineering background, and tell us about what you did. How do you design a product, uh, a new product for the kitchen? Oh, okay. Well, yep, I, I used to be a product development engineer, so I sort of knew the basics of it. Um, and what happened, like anybody else, as soon as we decided we needed this, I went to the web to see if I could find one, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, there's nothing really out there. So we started talking about, you know, what what the essential things are that you need to be able to do. You know, a big bird is heavy and hot, and you don't want the skin to come off, and we were always ruining oven mitts trying to flip these over. So, right. Uh, I put together a prototype, and, and uh, the, the thing I think to remember about prototypes is it doesn't matter how ugly they are. You're really just trying to get something that works. So we we put one together last Thanksgiving and tried it, and, you know, the turkey came out just beautifully. Mm. And then we refined it over the, over the year to where it is now. Um, added a couple features because the first one, the, the turkey was flipping all by itself, and we... Uh, that, that wasn't very helpful when you have 25 pounds of hot turkey moving around. Uh, <laughs> More like a rotisserie there. <laughs> yeah, the unintentional rotisserie. Right. Oh, that's great. And then, because uh, there might be listeners out there who have, you know, come up with an idea for creating something for the kitchen and, and want to know what's next. So the first thing you do is kind of research on the, the Internet and see if there's another product like that that exists and and then you start building prototypes and and how do you build a prototype did you build this yourself or work with a manufacturer or or how did this work yeah i actually literally uh 
went on the went on the internet, found a steel company, bought huh. some steel wire, went home, went in the basement, and started banging on it with a hammer and bending it in a vise, and ended up with something that kind of resembles what we have now. Mm-hmm. And and then we just started testing it. We just started buying birds and putting it out there. Um, so you've been eating a lot of turkey these past few years, then. <laughs> we we have well we it, it also it works really well with chicken and, and oh, other oh great but yeah we we've cooked chicken on it it's wonderful oh, um, good. the next thing is once you sort of get one that works you in order to communicate with the rest of the world you really need some drawings so I went to a local draftsman and. Mm-hmm. paid her for three or four hours of drafting time to draw it up so that I could send the drawings to different manufacturers. And and once they get it, they can give you the pricing and sort of tell you, you know, how hard it is to work and right. whether they would make suggestions. Right. And what I'm so impressed by is that, everyone, this is American-made. Here in Illinois, in Mount Prospect, uh, which isn't too far away from where I live, and it's really being offered at an affordable price in terms of what you get for that money. For twenty nine ninety five, you get this amazing ultimate turkey rack, um, and you can look at it online, www.ultimateturkeyrack.com, to see what it looks like. And I'm looking forward to, to trying it out uh, myself for Thanksgiving. So this, this looks really, really just very uh, creative, inventive, and, and practical. So I, I'm just wishing you guys all the best with this. This is very exciting. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and we and would love, we'd love mm-hmm. to hear from you in terms of how it went for you and if you yes. came up with any neat recipes of your own. Yes, and I will actually um, blog about this. So, listeners, I will um, make sure you you see the blog, and and also I will uh, provide a link on the Kitchen Chat website for the Ultimate Turkey Rack dot com, so people can can try that out, and um, if that's something they're interested in. And and th- here's my question too: How do you not burn yourself? Um, by taking, you know, because it looks like it just kind of nestles in on um, a, a, a rack, and uh, the roasting pan. We must say the roasting pan is not included. You need to just use your own roasting pan. Is that correct? Right. The, right. The rack is made in a size that fits all the standard roasting pans, and so you oh, set okay. the rack in the pan, and that keeps it from sort of shifting around. And then you put the bird on the skewer and put the bird on the rack, and that holds everything together so it doesn't move around. Um, and then the way it's made, the key to flipping your bird is mm-hmm. that you actually, there's actually a handle at one end that you do grab with an oven mitt, but you can rotate it really easily. So we, we cook our birds for three-quarters of the time, breast down, and then we flip them for the last quarter to brown the breast. And then when it's all done, the, the nicest part is when you go to put it on the tr- the uh, serving tray. Yeah. You don't you don't have to grab it with a couple of forks and you know some magicians. You literally yeah. just grab the rack, lift it over the skewer, put it right on the plate, slide it out, and you're ready to go. 
That is great. And I, I also like how um, there are photographs with each different instruction. That, that helps so much because it's hard when you're reading directions to say, wait, am I supposed to do this here or there? So um, thank you for also providing the visual instructions in terms of how to, to, to cook this and um, attach it to the turkey, turkey rack. That really, and it's just beautiful. I mean, looking at this, it is really just beautiful how it turns out, and and the moist, and it's very moist, right? And it just you were surprised by how moist it was. Tremendously moist. I mean, that's always been a problem with every bird um, we've we've ever cooked. Is that it's it's tricky unless you're watching it very closely. Um, if you're if you're Roasting it breast side up the entire time, it requires basting sometimes, or mm-hmm. uh, or it can uh, or it can be dry. And so right. you have to be careful about the kind of turkey that you you buy in order to make sure that the breast is juicy, because yeah, white meat mm-hmm. doesn't have as much fat in it, and so it tends to dry out faster. So this makes sure the juices run down into that breast meat. Um, to to keep the the breast juicy. Yes, and and does it go up to a certain size of turkey? Is there a limit in terms of um, you know pound it, you know up to twenty five pounds, or or it, does it accommodate all shapes, sizes, and weights? Shapes, all shapes, sizes, and weights. You could actually cook up to a thirty pound bird on this wow. on this turkey. And I haven't found one that big yet. We have our entire family over for Thanksgiving, and um, and I we've we've always had plenty left over. Even even on even last year with this rack, the bird that we cooked had plenty left over for everybody to take home at least meals. Wow, that is great. That is great. Now, does this affect? Um, any of the stuffing or anything you might put inside? Because um, I know a lot of people, you know, will put citrus inside to, to make it moister, or do you not really need the additional, um, you know, butter massage and everything for the bird or, or the, the, the juices to put inside with lemons or oranges or, or other um, types of stuffing? Uh, is it, does that affect what you put inside it? I guess is the question. It really doesn't. If you if you have a favorite recipe, you can still stuff your turkey and still put it on the rack, and it works just fine, just the way it normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, we, for historical reasons, we still put the neck and all the scissors back in, um, and we cook them in there. We we take them out of the plastic bag, but right. we put them in there, and then we we take them out. Of the <laughs> You take them out of the plastic bag, right? That's important to remember. <laughs> no. The, the first year it got cooked inside the well, it was a paper bag, so at least it was edible. But um, or the the bird was edible after. But you know, now we take the giblets out of the bag; they come in, but they go right back in the bird. But you can stuff it. It doesn't using the skewer doesn't really impede cooking it with uh, whatever you would like to cook it with. Okay, so it doesn't affect your long-held family tradition of a certain recipe um, in terms of preparing the turkey. That's that's great. So it it sounds very flexible in several ways in terms of actually being able to um, to turn it and and roast it uh, breast side down without 
squishing it and uh, just really maximizing the moisture. This, this is terrific. Oh, congratulations on the Ultimate Turkey Rack. And listeners, you can find us at ultimateturkeyrack.com. I just think this is so neat um, how you inspired your husband. I, I just think this is such a, a, a fun and and um, just creative way that this has happened. And kind of, uh, what is that word? Where it's, uh, it's serendipitous in a way, but also even from mistakes. I think that it's a great life lesson that even when what one can see is a mistake, it can end up being a wonderful new product like, uh, the ultimate turkey rack. So I just think it's a great, great venture that both of you are on, and and I wish you the very best, and um, I hope you enjoy the holidays. And I'm going to be trying this ultimate turkey rack out as well for uh, Thanksgiving too. And and real quickly, Anne, I know you have a, a fabulous recipe. I'd love for you to share with the listeners. I'll make sure I post it online, but could, could you tell us a little bit about your kitchen sink mashed potatoes? Absolutely. We have our families over for Thanksgiving every year and feed lots of people. We build a fire in the fireplace and then eat until we can't move. Um, and every year people ask if I'm going to make these mashed potatoes. It's very simple. You, you take the Idaho baking potatoes and peel them and just make sure you have enough to feed however many people you're going to feed so it's not a set number of potatoes or a set mm-hmm. weight. Right. Um, put them in salted boiling water along with um, garlic, two garlic, bul- not bulbs, but two cloves of garlic. Okay. Boil that all together. And then um, when you uh, put them in the mixer, you mash them up with, Sour cream, mm-hmm. butter, Parmesan cheese, mm. and um, so they're not they're not really low calorie, but no. I figure once a year they're a great indulgence, and I'll be happy to provide the recipe. That sounds great. And so you put the clove, the garlic clove, in whole then to boil when you're boiling. Absolutely. So okay. that. Uh, the- The garlic cooks with the potatoes, infuses the potatoes with flavor, and also ends up uh, being really simple to mash in with the potatoes after everything has been cooked. Okay, so you keep the garlic in there um, to stay for the mashing. Great. And do you use like a hand masher for these, or do you, you know, get the hand um, beater for that? I have done it both with a KitchenAid stand mixer and a potato ricer before, mm-hmm. and I have found that as long as you don't overbeat the potatoes uh, with the KitchenAid, that they're fine, especially with those Idaho potatoes. They, they don't seem to have – they come out fluffier, so you don't end up with glue. You end up with a nice, fluffy, <laughs> substantial mashed potato. Yes, you don't end up with the science product project like I have many times. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much, Anne and Bruce Meller, for being on Kitchen Chat today. And, and Bruce, uh, has this inspired you to, um, to, to begin another line of uh, kitchen gadgets? Well, actually, that's a great question. Um, what happened was the, uh, the chefs at the restaurant that Anne works at, saw, we gave it to them to test it. They were part of our test kitchen. and. Yeah. Uh, they liked it so much. They said, "You know, we have, we've got some great ideas. Would you would you help us bring them to market?" So, yes, 
we are we are talking to them, and uh, these are folks who've been cooking and catering for decades, so they've got some really good ideas. So we're going to help them develop those. Oh, that is so exciting. So we will see more fun products from the Mellers. This is great. And meanwhile, if someone wants to kind of provide their feedback and in terms of the experience with the Ultimate Turkey Rack, how could they reach you? Uh, and we invite that. We've already gotten some recipes back from folks that are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all you have to do is email us at sales at ultimateturkeyrack.com. Well, that sounds terrific. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Turkey Day and uh, Thanksgiving celebration. Thank you for being on Kitchen Chat, and I will make sure we provide a link to ultimateturkeyrack.com. So if those listeners want to, to try out a new way to prepare turkey upside down for Thanksgiving and have it taste delicious, I'm looking forward to that. And our next uh, guest will be an expert from Butterball and the Turkey Hotline, and um, she will share with us some exciting information in terms of how to, once again, prevent fiascos in the kitchen on Thanksgiving. So uh, we'll be right back here on Kitchen Chat on webtalkradio.net. I am so pleased to introduce the next guest here on webtalkradio.net's Kitchen Chat, the absolutely wonderful supervisor at the Butterball Turkey Talk Line, Marty Van Ness. Welcome to to Kitchen Chat, Marty. Well, I'm so happy to be here with you, Margaret. This is exciting on Kitchen Chat. Oh, this is just wonderful and very much needed. Just by way of background, the listeners come from a variety of of levels of expertise in the kitchen. We definitely have some foodies and gourmands, but also some new cooks, uh, myself included. The irony doesn't escape me that I am (laughs) one of the world's most horrible cooks. But Oh, I'm sure you're getting better by the day. (laughs) I am. You know what? I'm on a personal culinary quest, and the listeners have been so encouraging. And as I explore new food and and, and really getting serious about cooking. And we have a very important holiday coming up with Thanksgiving and and also Christmas season and all the entertaining that's going to be going on. And I am just so thrilled you're here to provide your, your expertise on the best way, the foolproof way, of preparing the most delicious turkey out there, everyone, and that is the Butterball brand. So, right. Well, I, it's a it's been a trusted source of great information for years, Butterball and the Butterball turkey, and we just keep making it more available to new chefs and mm-hmm. experienced cooks like yourself. Um, by having a lot of options for information, like Facebook and Twitter. New this year, we're doing Facebook and Twitter. And at Butterball.com, you can do live chats with a home economist. It's just, you know, a wealth of information, a lot of ways that Butterball makes it better for everybody to get all that great information. That is so true, and Butterball does make it better, and I'm so appreciative. And and I just was wondering, first of all, how long have you been with the company? This is my 20th year. And I was uh, elevated to supervisor five, six, seven years ago and get to do all these wonderful interviews to really, 
you know, explain to people what we are and what we do and how we, you know, make these meals fabulous memories for people, not only at Thanksgiving, but year-round. A lot of people like to grill turkey, a lot of deep-frying turkey, so we can answer all those questions. That is great, because there are different, I guess, techniques for preparing turkey out there, and it's right, confusing. Right. You know, we... Uh, uh, Margaret, we start the year before we actually open the phones. We talk. We have a uh, whole Butterball University, so we teach Turkey 101 at Butterball University, and in that class we cover ten different methods of cooking turkey. For instance, open pan, covered pan, oven roasting bag, deep fry, electric cooktop roaster, convection oven. So there's just a, a lot of different ways to prepare a wonderful Butterball turkey, and we help people use whatever method they want. And then to that, they can add their own recipe if they want different fla- different flavors for either brining or for um, sprinkling on top of the roast turkey. You know, those are nice recipe uh, add- addings to, a, you know, a basic method of cooking. Mm-hmm. So our yeah. Butterball University really is a great jumping off point for the, the beginning of the year. And, and can anyone attend Butterball University, or is it just for those experts? Actually, it is for uh, training and retraining and renewing our, you know, our memories of all these wonderful methods every year, just for the staff of 55 home economists that we have here working um, during the month of November and December. So it's just for uh, an inside class, but I don't know, maybe someday we'll graduate to, you know, the big time and offer these classes elsewhere. It would be fun. That Actually, I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina next uh, week um, doing some classes there for the military oh. spouses. Oh, that is great. Oh, that's a wonderful outreach. Yeah. Butterball really is a great at giving back uh, to community. They're headquartered near there, so it's a very important um experience for you know all of us there oh that is terrific and and i know that many of you listeners have already facebooked and tweeted uh questions that you have for marty and if we could perhaps just go through a couple of those that would just be wonderful marty oh margaret of course oh i'd love to answer a few questions oh thank you um one um uh listener asked do you recommend using roasting bags an oven roasting bag, that's one of the 10 methods that we do yeah. train at Butterball University. It's a personal preference. Um, it'll cook a little bit faster. I like to say there are a few methods that are kind of a fast cook method, and that would be one of them. Okay. It retains a lot of the juices. It's a moist heat method um, as opposed to an open pan method that is a drier heat, but you can get a beautifully done turkey in either method. So Follow the instructions on the bag or box of the uh, oven roasting bags, and you'll have a great turkey. It'll just cook a little faster. That sounds good. And what are the other methods? You said that's just one of a few in terms mm-hmm. of the oven roasting bag. What, well, we have um, convection oven. That's where hmm. there's a hot fan. There's a fan in the oven that blows the hot air around the oven, and that helps to cook the turkey faster, too. Hmm. Uh, some of these methods you would not want to stuff. You would not want to stuff that one because it would overcook the turkey by the time the stuffing came to the proper endpoint temperature. But that's convection. There's electric cooktop roaster. That hmm. is a large roaster. It looks like a giant crock pot, but it's It's an electric roaster that holds a whole turkey with a lid on it, and that's another moist heat method. It quickly cooks a a turkey, either stuffed or not stuffed, totally safe either way, and that frees up your oven. And that was, I remember electric roasters 
when my grandmother would cook the Thanksgiving turkey, this was a long, long time ago, and it would it was on a stand in the kitchen, and you could kind of wheel it around, and wow. she would cook it in there, and then in the oven she'd make the green bean casserole and, you know, a sweet potato casserole or a pie or something, right. and um, it would free up your oven. It has swung, you know how things are cyclical in yeah. many different areas of our life? Well, these electric cooktop roasters are coming back again, and they're very popular. It's a deep well that holds a turkey, so that's a method that we cook in the uh, in the test kitchen as well. That is great to know, and that is a good idea because you do free up more room in the right. um, the oven. If only I could find a way to free up more room in the refrigerator. <laughs> well, you know, I try to plan about a week before Thanksgiving, clean the refrigerator out, make room. You'll need to thaw a turkey in there. You're going to have a lot of leftovers. I make sure I have plenty of uh, those kind of uh, storage bags that have the little zip on top, and have those on hand so I can quickly put leftovers in those bags. That's an old test kitchen trick. You know, uh, stack up all those bags in the refrigerator and you're going to get a lot more in there. That and it cools great. down more quickly, too, when it's in, oh. separated into smaller bags. Oh, that is good to know. And another question that just came in, mm-hmm. how do I know the entire turkey is fully cooked? Well, we recommend using a meat thermometer. And there are three important endpoint temperatures if you stuff a turkey. Number one, the thigh needs to be to 180 degrees. Number two, the stuffing needs to be at 165 degrees. And number three, the breast needs to be at 170 degrees. Now, there's a little bit of a trick. When you're using, we recommend the open pan method. It is the easiest. It gives delicious roasted flavor to the meat. And we know that the turkey, because it has different endpoint temperatures, the thigh takes longer to cook. So we like to protect the breast of the turkey. And we do that by recommending that everybody cooking the turkey in the open pan method get a small piece of Reynolds foil about the size of a sheet of paper and just tent that little piece of Reynolds foil right on top of the turkey breast. That will temper and kind of protect the breast, like cover it with a little blanket of foil, while we're waiting for the thighs to get done. So the breast is being protected, the stuffing's still cooking, and the thighs are going to be done just perfectly. And that also, uh, Margaret, you want to use a shallow roasting pan and have a rack, some type of a roast rack, under the mm-hmm. turkey, holding it up off the bottom so that the hot air can circulate down and round and under the turkey. helps to get that thigh meat finished at approximately the same time that the stuffing and the breast is done. That so the foil tent is a real great idea to do. Yes, and you have such a cute picture online on Butterball.com. Um, uh-huh. the featured items, you have the Reynolds wrap, and then there's mm-hmm. the turkey with a little tent. So yes. I can visualize what you're talking about. That is and great. Also, we have how-to videos at Butterball.com. A picture is worth a thousand words. Somebody calls and they want to know how to carve, and I say, do you have Internet access? Well, yes. I said, well, join me at Butterball.com, and you can click on the the, uh, video to show how to carve, and you can play it over and over and over until you really have it studied well. That is great. I am going to have my computer on the counter when we carve that turkey. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, and, and Marty, you'll you'll see online, I guess I'm going to post it <laughs> reluctantly right. about my own 
turkey fiasco last year. Oh, um, no. I, I just oh. wish I had called the Butterball <laughs> Turkey uh, Well, now that you have our number, 1-800-BUTTERBALL, it's going to be easier this year. We'll make it better yes. for you. Butterball will oh, make it that better. Butterball does make it better for sure, and I'm, I'm just so thrilled about that. And it was interesting in talking about different techniques for, for cooking, um, uh, in the, the first segment, uh, I interviewed um, Ann and Bruce Miller, who have just invented uh, a ultimate turkey rack, which cooks the turkey upside down because Anne had, had cooked uh, unknowingly her first turkey upside down. Oh, my word. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, that's so that, too bad. I know. So now she has a, a little um, upside oh. down rack. Just, I always caution better. people who ask about that method, be extremely careful okay. to turn it over to carve because it's hot and it's yeah. slippery. So oh, we okay. uh, we find it's just as easy to cook it right side up, and it, you know then you just transfer the turkey from the roasting pan right to the platter. If you're going to carve in front of people, if you're going to carve in the kitchen, you know it's uh, it's it's as easy to, then to take it off as well if it's breast side up. Right, but that, and that was interested interesting aside. Yeah. Yes, and to have that little tent. And as I said, there's a great picture, and I can't wait to check out the videos online, too. And and I have to know this, Marty. I am sure you get some of the most hilarious questions from callers about their turkeys. Um, what is the funniest one that you've ever received? Well, you know, Margaret, our most popular question is, how do I thaw the turkey? Everybody wants to make sure it gets totally thawed, and they don't want to have it, you know, sitting around too long after it's thawed, so they're very careful with thawing their turkey. And a woman in uh, the, a suburb of Denver was had this turkey that she needed to thaw, and she thought well, she would set it out in a snowbank. And uh-huh. so she set it out there thinking, well, we'll it'll start to thaw because it's like, you know, 30 degrees out, but she's got this snow. Well, overnight... It snowed even more oh, no. because Thanksgiving time in, in Denver, you're going to probably get some snow uh, in the mountains. And she couldn't figure out where it was. So then she, I suppose she had to get a broom and turn it upside down and start poking the snow to find some resistance and find her turkey. And I thought that was so cute. But I'm sure she found it and everything worked out. But it was just, you know, I mean, people, they want to, they know they have to keep the turkey cold right. to thaw right. in the refrigerator. So. That, and your refrigerator is already packed with that's all of right. those things. So he didn't do the pre-Thanksgiving clean-out. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And I, I guess if you put your turkey outside and you're in snow country, just put a little stake next 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 to right. it. So uh, <laughs> with a red, little flag, a turkey flag on right. top. <laughs> so the snow plow can see it too. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, I oh. wanted to mention one more quick thing. Yes, the, tent, the tent goes on the turkey about two-thirds of the way through the cooking. Oh, okay. Turkey gets brown first. Mm-hmm. Get it nice and golden brown. Then about two-thirds of the way through, tent the turkey. Tent the turkey. I mm-hmm. love that. that two-thirds tip. of the way yes. through the cooking time. Yes, and, and I love, too, that on the Butterball.com website you have recipes and ideas as well as the tips and how-tos and products. Wonderful. Over 40 yes. leftover recipes. I oh. counted them the other day. Perfect. And what is your favorite one after all these years being with, with um, Butterball in terms of Favorite leftover? leftover? Yeah. Well, there's a sandwich. It's called uh, turkey, cheese, apple, grilled sandwich and it has some smoked Edam cheese 
and thin slices of a tart apple and some, of course, slices of turkey and this kind of like honey mustard on kind of a marble rye bread. And you grill it. And I just think a grilled sandwich, you know, grilled cheese type of sandwich with some nice turkey in it and those other flavors just goes great the next day. Oh, that's great. And we can always use a lot of recipes and ideas to to what to do with with the leftover turkey, your leftover butterball turkey. And what do you think, Marty, is the butterball difference that that really brings out that great taste? Well, it's a quality turkey to begin with, and uh, it's beautifully cared for until we receive it in our kitchens. It has some unique, a unique feature of a band of skin. There's no metal or plastic holding the, the drumsticks together. But it's just a, a quality turkey that they stand behind, the company stands behind. And we, we here at Butterball, you know, at Butterball Turkey Talk Line, are a wealth of information to help give you the best outcome possible for Thanksgiving or any meal of the year. Oh, and that is terrific. And thank you so much, Marty, for taking the time to be on Kitchen Chat today and provide our listeners with some great turkey tips. What oh, you're quite with, welcome. You're... What not to do. And I encourage you listeners, get a little uh, sticky note and put it on a, a cabinet with the 1-800-BUTTERBALL number, 1-800-BUTTERBALL or 1-800-288-8372, or you can visit butterball.com and and email or even chat live with a turkey expert. And who knows, you you might be chatting with Marty. That's (laughs) right. You never know. (laughs) Oh, well, Marty, thank you for chatting with us. And listeners, I wish you a wonderful, festive, and delicious holiday season as you feature Butterball on your table. And always remember, during this time of gathering with friends and family, please savor the day. Thank you for joining us today. If you're interested in Margaret's books, A Mother's Heart Knows, Pearl Girls Encountering Grit, Experiencing Grace, and Go Back and Be Happy, please just click on the covers on the webtalkradio.net page in front of you. Margaret would love to connect with you and hear from you, so join her on Twitter, Facebook, her blog, or click on this website to leave a note and share a recipe. Thank you again, and we'll see you here again for a new show next week.